0: Welcome back to episode nine of our marriage podcast, we are calling Be Loved. I'm back and I'm your host, Brooklyn Clark, and I'm here joined by my parents and lead pastors, Brandon and Krista Clark. Hello. Hey, hey. Today we are talking about living the dream. Everyone has a dream life, but how do you find agreement on what it is and pursuing your dream life looks like?
1: That is a good question, and so, and you're right, everybody does kind of have a dream life, they have an idea of what, um, you know, things should uh, look like, and what mm-hmm. things should be, and it is, you gotta, you know, what Cutie thinks is, would be like the, a dream car, um, is a different car than is a dream car for me. And yes,
2: mine is not an old Mustang. <laughs> hers is not old. <laughs> Nothing hers, old at hers all.
1: Hers is new. Uh, all of my dream cars are old and so, uh, now they're fixed up to be new, but they're and still, still the they're still, they're still old <laughs> still. and so, but there is, um, a place where as you're pursuing life and all of these things we've already talked about fit into building your dream life. you the way you connect with your family, the kids, the money, God all of those pieces fit into the dream life. And so the biggest thing is, uh, I think you need we need to talk about our dreams. We need to talk about our aspirations. And sometimes that can be really vulnerable um, because that's your heart of heart speaking. But hopefully you can open up to the person you love the most about those things. But you've got to talk about
2: them. Yeah, I, I'd say that, talking about who God is in your marriage and then talking about your dreams are probably two of the two busy things. One of them is how we're walking each step out. And one of them is, is where are we headed? For sure. Which way are we headed? Yeah. And that's the reason why it's important to talk about your dreams is so that you both can be on the same page and head towards the same direction. Um, So many times people think, well, this I thought this was our dream. And somebody's saying, that's not our dream. This is our dream. And you're headed in two different directions. And that's just headed for disaster, not not a win.
1: For sure. I think that's right there is where couples can look up and and after 20 plus years of marriage, say we just kind of drifted apart. Um, yes. And if you have, you know, individual careers and then if one of you is carrying one kid to this place and another one's carrying another kid to another place and you're not spending significant time together discussing these different things, yeah. you can look up and, um, you know, the kids are off at college and it's just the two of you and you're supposed to be living the dream and you are not even in agreement on what that dream mm-hmm. was, was going to look like. So you have to talk about it. And one of the fun things that Cutie and I have done, and I'm sure lots of couples have done this, this is by no means revolutionary, but here in Texas, you know, you drive past and the Texas lotto, how much it's up to will be there, you know, and it doesn't always catch your eye, but sometimes, you know, it'll get into a, a you know, a pretty sizable chunk and you go, oh my goodness, you know, there's the possibility some, somebody, some family's about to have that chunk of change dropped in their lap you know what on earth would you do with 40 50 100 200 million dollars and so you know so we would we would talk about it we would say hey you know what would you do and and so and you know these different things would come up and we'd be able to to discuss it and inevitably things we would like to do for the kids would come up trips you would like to take and in that you get to see these little edge dreams of this isn't what I for sure want to see happen in my life but man if something big like that happened this would be a pretty cool you know out there edge dream and it kind of gets to you get to see maybe kind of where things are are headed um, but to really be able to hit the mark, um, you've got to have some sort of vision. Uh, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen uh, in the King James translation says, "Where there is no vision, the people perish." And of course, you we need vision. You need vision in your own life. You need vision in your in your marriage and in your family. Um, but so many times that perish, it's like. That can just seem like okay we, it's just death and if we're avoiding death then we're doing okay um, the marriage is still alive maybe it's on life support but it's still alive we've avoided death so there's not necessarily this big need for vision but i really like the way the new king james translates that hebrew and also the english standard versions translate that hebrew version they don't put the word parish in there they put a different phrase in and Proverbs, uh, 29, 18 in the new King James says where there is no revelation, uh, the people cast off restraint. The ESV says where there's no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. Yeah. And I really think that that's what the heart of it is, is if, if you know where you're going, you're able to focus and if you don't know where you're going, there's no focus. There's no restraint. There's no deciding we yes to this and no to that. And to be able to live the dream, you've had to say yes to certain things and no to other things. Yeah, and sure. that is an ongoing, everyday piece of the process.
2: I'm going to say that I really don't care for the word no being said to me. <laughs> Um, that one probably causes a whole lot of, um, intense fellowship in our home, but it does help when we both have an idea of what we're headed towards. Yes, a goal, but also a a dream, something that God has put into our hearts that he has called us to. That's what, I think that's what your dreams can be i mean there's going to be some things that you're like oh i'd like to you know do something just huge and dramatic but then there's the things that god has called you to and not that either one not that one is not important or can't happen it's just that you do have to definitely focus on what god's called you to to make the other things happen as well
1: for sure and these things grow, yeah. Um, you know, before we started this, and we were uh, hit record on this podcast, and we were just talking and and saying, you know, that when, when Cutie and I said I do, and if you would have asked us, you know, um, you know, three weeks after our wedding to say what is it going to look like, you, you've you've gone the distance, and you're at the end, and you've lived the dream. Tell me what that looks like, and young Brandon Cutie would have said something in that moment very different than what the dream we're living right now i mean we're we're not in a studio we're on the stage in our church you know sitting here with these chairs that get filled up with people we love uh for a part of a a church that we got to pioneer and to plant and to lead together and we had no idea that was part of the dream But my goodness, there's been a bunch of yeses and a bunch of no's that we've had to say together and be in agreement on to get us to this place and to be able to enjoy this. And this is very much a part of us um, living the dream. It's very much much, uh, a part of it.
2: But the dream started with just the two of us living our daily life together. For sure. And talking about things and taking first steps and doing it together, not, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to do it by yourself. That was never, never an option for, no. for us.
1: No, not, not remotely. And so, uh, it's something that has grown and it's something that we've done day by day. And of course we say this a lot of, a lot of times, you know, your walk with God, uh, all you have to know is your next step and as we do that we have to be in agreement as a couple of taking that next step and one of us not running ahead and one of us not trailing behind
0: yeah so how do you make each day part of the dream it
2: should be today instead of someday the dream is lived day by day like we've said um we don't we don't um think well. You know, what we're doing today isn't going to build to what we're going to do in the end. It, it is. It's a building block just like anything else. It's one Lego at a time to make something phenomenal. And that's that's how we do it. It's a day by day. And sure, some days we may make a poor decision that we have to backtrack just a little bit. Or it may take us a little longer to get to the next step. because. But it doesn't end it didn't just end everything we had worked towards in in that. And neither side should have an attitude of, you know, wake me up when we get there as far as I'm going to just, you know, live my life and you figure out the dream. And once you've done all the things that it takes to get there, then just let me know that this is where we're living. That's not what it takes either. No. I, I know that, you know, you see couples who are – um live in their dream and who have, you know, worked their plans and, and done things together and been a dynamic team. And they have both been able to joy the fruits of their labor. For sure. And then you see couples who they've done, each one of them have done it in their own self and not worked things together. And they, they quite, they don't quite enjoy it like they should. Um, you can't you can't live like that you can't uh the the dream starts to look a little different if you're not doing it together
1: for sure and the beauty is is that living the dream is honestly it's the the finished art uh the finished painting it's the culmination of all the brush strokes. And if we don't see that today is one of those important brush strokes, um, we'll maybe downplay today and then end up with not having lived the dream. If we think it's something that's far off, if we think it's something that's down the road, instead of saying, you know what, enjoying today is what the dream is about. Fully engaging and fully being connected with with each other and with what God has. That's the dream, to have walked every day with God. That really is what the dream looks like. And he's going to take us to some incredible places if we'll just walk every day with him. And it really is a beautiful thing.
0: How do you help your spouse live their dream if there is a piece of that that is more individual?
1: Um, Well, first off, I honestly, I think between the two of us, um, Cutie is the more experienced at this. Um, Sadly, I had quickly can have a lot of desires and dreams and no shortage of things that I wanted to do or accomplish and um and so when your mom had done a very good job of saying hey you know be able to go at this and so I think she really has more to say about what it looks like to to help your spouse live their dream that they're not really involved in
2: um I don't necessarily. I didn't ever necessarily see it that way. I just knew that there were things that were his heart's desires to do, um, and I did what I I did what I did to make that happen. Um, he said one day, "Let's buy rent houses," and I said, "Okay." <laughs> and then one day he said, "Let's build storage units," and I said, "Okay." And then one day he said, I want to fly airplanes. I was like, go do it. I just, I don't know. I didn't, there wasn't ever um, anything that he wanted to do that I truly didn't, I desired in my heart for that, those things to happen. I mean, we did rent houses and I ran those. For, um, I, I, that's that's my job as part of being the the helpmate is that there's a piece of it. It may not be all But there is a piece of it that belongs to each person. And I I truly believe it wasn't just a thing of I want to build storage units and I say, okay, and, and he was doing it, whether or not we sat down and we discussed it. We really talked about it and we talked about what it would do for our family and, you know, what it. Uh, all the things that it would take for us to to do it. And we missed some things and some things came at us. I'd be like, this was not what we did not discuss this. <laughs> and, yeah. but it worked out. It worked out. And and the biggest deal was, was that I always make fun of him. And I say, well, that was your idea or that, whatever. But it was uh-huh. our thing. And it was, I made it mine as well. It was, that's what he wanted to do we did it now I will say that starting a church that was one thing where we were both like um he was going one way I was going another I was like I and it took me a a little bit not very long but it took me a little bit to get on board with that because I knew more than anything it wasn't that I was against him it was that I knew what it was going to take and I knew that this was a stepping out into a land that I was not familiar with at all. Brandon had always been the one to, to go to church as far as like working for a church. And he went and did the daily thing. And he, he knew what that looked like. And I was the one that stayed home and I raised the kids. And I knew what it looked like to do the laundry and buy the groceries and make the beds and vacuum the floors and whatnot. But to say that I was like, oh, let's just jump off into this. I was a little more apprehensive and it was only because it was unknown to me and I had to truly hold on to that I knew God would take us there and that that there was a peace. And that may have been the only thing that I think that where I it maybe took me two seconds longer than him to jump in fully.
1: Well, and what, what's funny is in all of that, um, I actually saw you as the more fully engaged, fully ready, uh, because there was a lot of pieces of it. Now, more of it, it was not so much starting a church, it was the location. And so, and I was having a hard time going, you know, Lord, is we really need to do this in San Angelo. Not that I didn't love San Angelo. Uh, we did, but Man, uh, I it was just making that final decision, and and of course, you were like, Brandon, you obeying God today? I was like, I'm trying to hear God. Yeah,
2: I was fine, I could do that up until the point that he said, Yep, we're doing it, and then I was like, Whoa, (laughs) hold on just a minute. But there's a place where in that dream, it truly was our dream, it became a very vivid and full out dream, the closer we got to time, to the time to do it, it took both of us a little bit to catch our breath and put our feet under us and say, okay, I didn't even know what we needed to do. I was like, you just have people come over and you do church. And Brennan was like, well, you got to file paperwork and you got to do these things and that things. I was like, who the heck knew there was paperwork? I mean, you get a pen, you get some paper, you take some notes. I mean, that's, you know... And so there was some of this that both of us had to, in living the dream, we had to understand, the again, the steps it took to get there. And, you know, the Lord was so gracious and so good to lead us and guide us through it on a very, uh, I want to say a very gentle grasp, a hold of the shirt at the collar. He was he was very gentle in it but it was that thing of this is what this is what you're going to do and so and you know we we walked it out and yes there was a place where he maybe had a few things that he was like I don't know about but I was sitting over here going this is not at all what I thought but yet it was so comfortable and like yeah this is it
1: for sure one thing on a, on a practical level uh, that years ago we accidentally kind of got uh, challenged to do, we were taking a class, uh, and it had you fill out a, uh, a dream budget. And, of course, when you do a dream budget, you know, the sky's the limit. I mean, you could decide, you know, you want you know a house on every continent and all of this kind of stuff. But, but finally what we decided to do is we decided to scale it back and say, okay, as we looked at line item by line item, um, what, um, you know, what, uh, what do we need in this area for us to cross over into significance that if it was, if there was a little less, we wouldn't feel like we had really kind of stepped over into significance and, you know, we started with generosity. And so how, what would we like to do? And, you know, and, you know, and being able to support missions and being able to, to give to our local church and being able to really expand the kingdom and then there was like you know what we would really love to see you know uh, uh, a certain amount of money be able to come to us and through us and be able to talk about those kinds of things and, and how much money would we love to be able to do on vacations and gifts and holidays and and take each of these as line item by line item and look at it and then we added it all up and oh my goodness, on a monthly basis, it was a lot more money to be in full significance. We'd have thought we could have had half the income and been at full significance, which for one thing, it says that it exposes that thing of, you know, you think if I just we just made $500 more, everything would be okay. Well, if you're not in significance on anything, that $500 gets spread across it, you're still not in significance. So... We ended up choosing and say, okay, well, let's at least be in significance in one area. So we started kind of moving forward on that, and that really helped. And so being able to live the dream, you know, there's that place where you can do the lottery thing and say, what's the dream on a massive scale? But now back it off and say, in these areas, what's the dream on more of a, a, yeah, that's – we we have stepped over. Maybe we're not as far as we can run on that front, but, man, we've stepped over. And we've had those conversations, and we've talked about those kinds of things and and be able to do it. And when it comes down to it, again, we've said it. This is nine podcasts. We've said it every time. Agreement, agreement, agreement. Yeah. And to find agreement, you've gotta have to, you got to have the conversations.
0: Any final thoughts you want to leave us with here?
1: Well, this is the last one. We're closing out this beloved podcast and so uh, my hope in this is that our conversations and our time we've spent you know recording this and kind of talking through some of this just helps you as listeners and and couples and families to be able to have some of these needful conversations be able to find a little more agreement and step forward into the beautiful amazing life that God has for you
0: Yes, I would agree with that.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for being with us.
0: All right. Well, that is a wrap on our Beloved Marriage podcast here at Celebration Church. We hope you guys enjoyed it and you got something from every episode of this podcast. If you have any questions or just comments on this, let us know if you enjoyed having a podcast. We'd love to hear some feedback. Email us at celebrate at celebrationchurchlive.com. And that's it. Love you guys. See ya.